get confused. I, I don't know what you're saying. I'm making it episode seven. Real, How is it seven? Because there were six before. That's the way numbers work. What six? What six? We only did Azar, Kim, and... Oh, a, a lot of like. Oh. Okay, I only have six episodes up? That's crazy. Yes. I feel like I've done so many more. All right. These episodes are work, Jesus. All right. <laughs> Holy hell. <laughs> I feel like I've been podcasting all year. We're not right. starting this in May. Yeah, they ain't done shit. <laughs> These podcasters need a check. They are dedicated. People who are on like episode 100, I applaud you, brothers and sisters, fellow podcasters. Are you recording this? I'm absolutely recording this. All right, all right. Today, we're talking about the N-word. Have you niched down in your field, Fifth? So, okay, is it niche to niche, 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 well, niche, the niche? The guy you pulled up said niche, but the lady series that I pulled up said niche. Niche. Okay, look, we're gonna talk about the N word today. Whatever your gender determines how you pronounce this word, and white people cannot say it. <laughs> the N, the N word. Today we are talking about niche, 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 niche. Look, however I say it during this episode, don't judge me. Let's just get to it. Hey, Miranda J here, your favorite brand strategist. I'm here for you, the entrepreneur and creative. I want to help you clear the clutter in your brain and build a brand you love. Let's take your dreams from a hobby to an actual business. Welcome to A Lot Alike, the podcast. Pull up on me. <laughs> Hi, I'm back with you. Look, I am committed after getting some critiques from some really good and close friends about how I show up in my podcast world. I'm committed to showing up as random and as goofy as I am in real life. So this is what you get when you pull up to a lot of like you get the brand strategist, but you also get the Miranda, the Mirandum, all of me. So here we are. And today I want to talk to you about some pretty cool stuff. So we're going to get right into it. It's been a minute since it's just been me and you alone with the microphone. I've been doing these random conversations with entrepreneurs. I hope you have been enjoying them. But today I want to do a really quick episode about the N word. Okay. Okay. Niching, niching down what that looks like and how to get to it. So let's back up a little bit. First of all, I'm in Clubhouse. Are you in Clubhouse? Because if you're not, then you need to get to it. If you're an entrepreneur, a creative, and you love networking and you need to network, Clubhouse is a really great space. So let me tell you my quick story about how I got to Clubhouse. And then I wanna talk to you really briefly about how you should maximize your time in Clubhouse. And then we're gonna get into this N word here. So I got two notifications a few weeks back, like, well, it was, yeah, a few weeks back via text from some people that I was talking to. I reached out to a friend of mine to help me with my website. And as we were texting back and forth, she started talking to me in the middle of our conversation about Clubhouse. And I'm looking at my phone like, woman, I am talking to you about business. Why are you trying to add another app of stress to my life? And so I ignored her. <laughs> Fast forward, I run into another friend of mine and she was like, Miranda, she pulls me to the side and she says, Miranda, 
I text you an invite for Clubhouse. You need to get in there. She rolled up on me kind of like the 5-0, you know, like the, the, the boys, like the popos. You understand? And I was like, all right, all right, relax. So two days later, because that's how long it takes me to do things when people tell me what to do. Two days later, I jumped in Clubhouse finally. And listen, it has quickly become my new favorite app. Let me quickly tell you why. It has removed the, first of all, the vanity matrix are gone. No video, no picture, which is my favorite thing. And me as a former radio personality, all it is is audio, right? So you get to go into these places, jump on these stages, network with people from all over the world, um, executives, you know, people in the industry, people in entertainment, people in your field. You get to choose what type of experience you have by the people that you follow. And listen, it has removed the, the, the thing that you have to do is get up off the couch, you know, get in a car, jump on a plane and travel, get past the gatekeeper to get to these people. It has removed all of that. It's like having a conference in your hand and I absolutely flipping freaking fracking love it. All right. So if you're not on Clubhouse, jump on. If you Now, you do have to have because it's currently still in beta mode. So whenever you're listening to this episode, you might be listening in the future and it might have gone public by then. But right now, as of today, it's still in beta mode. And so that means that they are um, it's invite only and you have to have an iPhone at this time. So you can jump on, download the app, jump on the waiting list and somebody will possibly let you in. But I think it's a great, great opportunity for you to connect to other people, not only in your field, but also in other other areas. Um, it's just good stuff. So get in. All right. So that's clubhouse. I jumped in navigating it and I treated it like business, like work. I go in and I clock in. Right. And there are so many people in there that are doing the exact same thing that I'm doing. And that's kind of leading us into what we're talking about today. Being in an oversaturated market. How do you niche niche niche? I like niche. Let me think. Let me think right now in this moment, how I want to say this word. What sounds fancy? Niche. Niche. Oh, niche. Okay, niche makes me feel real bougie. So I'm going to say niche for the duration of this episode. And if I switch it up, don't worry about it. Act like you didn't hear it. All right. So I want to talk about how in an oversaturated market, how you can niche down and still hold your ground. There are so many brand strategists in Clubhouse. Listen, so many people are talking about branding. It was like For me, it was eye-opening to go into these rooms and to hear people go on stage. And when they talk about what they did, so many people were like, I'm a brand strategist. I'm a social media strategist. I'm a this type of strategist. And it made me realize really quickly how many people are in my field doing their thing. But the way to stand out is to get very specific in the way that you show up in your field and it can be done. The other day I did a room and I invited and by room in Clubhouse, it means you can open up a room, have other people come in to join you on stage, to be moderators with you, to have conversations, to answer questions from the audience as they come up, you know, individually on stage to ask questions. Right. For those of you who aren't familiar with the app. And so I hosted a room. It was me and two other brand strategists. And I named the room three brand strategists, one room, no competition. Let that sink in. That's right. I invited two other brand strategists, two other black women that do exactly what I do on stage with me so that people could come in and see in real time how you can be in the same field and have your own specific lane and then still have room for everybody. 
So people were coming on stage asking us questions and there was moments, it was so beautiful because there were moments where Jasmine would say, oh, well, this is what I think about that, but I think Miranda could answer that better. And then there were moments where I was like, oh, well, this is my thoughts about that, but I really feel like Jasmine can really give you really good advice on that because that's her lane, right? She's a brand strategist that focuses on mothers, new mothers, helping them to go from being a mom to mogul, helping them to juggle having young kids. That's not my life. I have a whole teenager. So for me, I don't have to juggle my business and young kids. My teenager barely wants to be around me right now. So it works out. I get to work and he gets to live his life how he wants. And so, you know, it's really good for you to really understand what lane you move in. I am more in the lane of purpose, messaging and connecting people to authentic messaging. And she was moving in the lane of juggling that type of life and and with building your business. So it worked out really well. And if you're not on Clubhouse, I highly, highly recommend it. Okay, so I'm off the Clubhouse rant. Let's get right into this N word, right? How to niche down. Okay, couple of things. If you're thinking, I want to start with the fact that most people really struggle with this, right? Most people really struggle with narrowing in on a very specific thing because they feel like they're going to lose a certain audience or a certain population. And that's really just not the truth, right? Just because you get really focused on how you help people and the way that you help someone doesn't mean that you can ultimately expand your brand. But what you want to do in the very beginning of your business or at any point in your business when you feel like it's not um, you know, aligned or you've gotten off track track is you want to really hone in on how you're helping someone so that you can get really good at doing that thing you do become an expert at that thing be known for that thing and then you begin to expand into other areas as people come to you as you serve more people as you have more clients as you have more consumers as you grab more customers you'll begin to see that they need different things right the picture will begin to unfold So I want to encourage you before I get into these five things you can do to niche down, to niche down, niche, that's what I'm saying, to niche down, right? (laughs) These five things you can do. I want you to really focus on understanding that it's okay, shifting your mindset and trusting the process to know that when you start, it's going to reveal itself to you as you go. Okay. That's how it happens. That's how it happened for me in the beginning. When I first got into this thing, when I first quit my job, Back in uh, 2018, on September 22nd, I jumped into this world and I said I wanted to be a life coach. That was what I came in wanting to do, right? I came in saying I'm going to do life coach stuff. I started getting into it and I realized that the more specific you get in how you help people, then that ultimately, you're more successful, right? It makes you more successful. Well, I decided that I was going to sit down and think about what I love doing, one, and two, what did people come to me for over and over again? And at that time, it was help with their career, help with building a brand, help with getting stuff together on the business side. And so I merged those things together, what I love doing and what people came to me for. And I started this process. As I started seeing people helping them with their brand, it was only a few weeks in, maybe so, that I started realizing that I kept connecting people to purpose. So I got even more focused in how I help people in the brand world. I helped them with purpose. I started talking about clearing the clutter in their brain, helping them with purpose. But it wasn't until I started doing the work that I was actually able to see and pay attention to the patterns of what people were getting from the sessions with me. So it's so important here to understand that you really got to do the work. Just get into it. Start. All right. Get up off the couch. Stop trying to sit down and write down and type out with your thumbs and your fingers the perfect plan. Just 
light a fire up under your tail and get to moving. All right. Start doing the work and it'll start showing up to you what you need to do. All right. So that's the first thing. Now let's get into these five things you can do to help you to niche down, right? To get really focused about how you show up in your business in a possibly saturated market. So the first thing is to evaluate your passions and your skills. Like I said, to think about what it is that you do, right? That you do that you love, that you do well. What do people come to you for? What comes naturally to you? To really dig in and evaluate your own passions and skills. The next thing is to figure out if there is even a market for what you do. That's the second thing. Figuring out is there a market for what you do? Do some research, look around, see how many people are doing what you're doing. The beautiful thing about having an oversaturated market is, is that it's what that tells you is, is that people are making money doing this thing that you want to do. And nine times out of 10, if the market is oversaturated, that means that the demand of it is high. That means that there are a lot of people out there needing the very thing that you are providing. And so don't always look at a market being oversaturated as a negative thing. There are trillions of people in this world. And trust me, the way you were created, the way you're going to show up in your business is ideal for the people that you need to serve in your tribe. The third thing is to narrow it down even more. That's right. Narrow it down even more. When you think you get niched, right? You just dig in a little deeper. Say, how can I serve them in a more specific way? This helps you to get specific in how you show up in your business. This helps people to fully understand the pain point that you meet for them, the need that you serve, right? Get very specific. You get, so for me, let me go back to where I was telling you, I got really niched in for, so first it was life coach, then it was brand strategist. And then it was like, okay, I'm helping people with purpose. I'm helping them to clear clutter. And now as I move and transition and my brand is expanding and growing, I'm realizing more and more that I'm not just helping people with purpose, but I'm helping people with feeling um, connected to each other. I'm helping people to be in a space to understand where they are, they're not alone in their struggles when it comes to this entrepreneurial thing. I'm in a space of helping people to understand, like the title of this podcast, that we're all a lot more alike than we are different, right? We're a lot alike in the things we go through. So I realized that my brand really ultimately is about helping people to understand that they can come to a space and know that they're not alone, connect with other entrepreneurs, share their struggles and their concerns, and then grow in the same space, right? So I got really focused on how I serve people, but it was only after I started moving. And when you start moving into your field and start doing the work, you'll see You'll dig one hole, dig one hole, (laughs) and you'll go further and further down that hole. The fourth thing to do to understand and grab a hold of your, your niche, your niche, is to check out your competition, all right? Check out your competition. Now, you can look at competition for so many different ways, for so many different reasons, but here specifically, I'm talking about looking at your competition to be inspired. Look up keywords, find the things that they do, And then look at how they do it and then come back and do things with your own spin, right? Don't be the person that's doing exactly what you see someone else doing, right? Go look at people to be inspired, to be creative, to come back to the drawing board and say, I love what they were doing. How can I make that fit into my business model and do something similar, right? Do something different even sometimes. Sometimes it even calls for you to do something different than what you see people doing. Sometimes I look at what other people are doing in other spaces. And I say, hmm, what's missing in their spaces that I could provide over here? So it depends on how 
creative you are, how innovative you are, how aggressive you are as an entrepreneur as to how you handle dealing with and looking at your competition. I love learning from my competition, but just make sure that you're not being one of those type of people that takes and copies exactly what people are doing. Do something different. Put your own spin on it. You are uniquely who you are. God created you just how he created you. And everything about you is intentional and on purpose. You just got to figure out how to use it for your purpose. And the last thing, number five, is to test your niche. Test it. Test it out. When I first started in this business as an entrepreneur and as a brand strategist, I grabbed about four of my friends and I said, hey, let me help you with your business for free. <laughs> now, that was the, 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 the route that I took. Let me do this for free. I want to help you grow. Can we sit down? I need to figure out what this process looks like, what it looks like when I sit down. Let me hear what your needs are. And as I sat down with them, I was able to formulate and kind of pull together the skeleton of what my branding sessions look like. It was so helpful for me to be able to do that. And I didn't feel the pressure of charging them something for me trying to be in that learning curve and that learning phase. So I want to encourage you to make sure that you're testing out the things that you're doing and that over and over again in your journey, you're going to have moments where you're going to do stuff for free to use it to test out to see if something is really um, a thing that people actually want and are willing to pay for. So don't be afraid to do these things so that you can really, really hone in and get really focused on how you uniquely show up in your business and your brand. So really briefly, those five things are to niche down on what you do is to evaluate your passions and skills, figure out if there is a market for your niche, your niche, narrow down even more, narrow it down even more, check out your competition and then test your niche. Just like that. Use those things to help you to focus in on what you want to do in this world, how you want to show up and impact this world in the way that only you can. I hope this episode was encouraging to you. I want to just drop a quick line. I did a room about this and it was so fulfilling to listen to all the people come on stage talking about trying to align themselves and get centered. And I want to encourage you just based off of some of the conversations that were had in that room to not be afraid to put a stake in the ground about the way you show up in this world. Trust me, somebody needs it. Somebody needs to hear your voice. There was a young lady in the room and she wanted to talk to wives and she's a military wife. And she said, yeah, I just don't know if I really want to focus in on the military part, if there'll be enough people that would need that. And I explained to her, there's probably not enough voices out there for military wives because that's a whole thing, right? So anybody out there in the military, thank you for your service to our country and thank you for your sacrifice. But also your family is sacrificing so much in those situations, right? Time away, energy, stress, it's just so much. So there's definitely something out there for everybody. There's definitely people out there that need to hear your voice. So whatever you're doing, however you're doing it, trust it. Trust yourself and trust the process. Thank you guys for listening. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. I really enjoy coming to you as often as I do, however that happens randomly, as you heard in the beginning of this podcast. But please, if you enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would share it with a friend. Um, definitely give me a review if you can. Um, and a rating, those things help me to boost my visibility in this podcast world as I continue to bring you guys content. 
I look forward to some things in the future that are coming your way that I'm working on, and I can't wait to share all of this with you. In the meantime, I don't care where you're listening to this. At some point, you have got to go to sleep. So thank you for tuning in. God bless you, and good night.